You burning bovines, it's time to dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways and blow into your game cartridges. I'm Sam Blanford. That's Sellers. And, and we, we wish it was the 90s. I thought you were leaving it for me. Couldn't even get it right with a two-man. <laughs> I'll leave that in. Uh, that's great. Uh, we're rusty, we're rusty. Uh, welcome into. Uh, Wish it was the 90s, where uh, we discuss random media from the 90s, and boy, is this episode no different. Pat and I will have, have watched Tim Burton's 1996 film, Mars Attacks, and, uh, and we'll share our views today. Uh, but first, um, I think we have to acknowledge our sponsor for today's podcast, uh, Storyteller's Salvage Greytown. Um, for all your antique furniture needs, stop in and see Woody at 69A. Main Street in Greytown. This is high class antiques. Yeah, you'll see Woody wandering the streets of, of various uh, upmarket villages. Um, and he does a great job over there in Greytown. So stop in if you're uh, going through the wider upper. Um, socials so chat, we're on. You've got to just uh, give him an extra plug of storytellers.nz. He's got a really good website as well. You can shop around on that. Oh, really? Online shopping? Online shopping. I think he invented it. <laughs> uh, socials, chat. Uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, your TikTok, WIWT90S. Give us a like. Heart our posts. Um, we've got a Facebook page. Do we have a PO box? Yep. <laughs> P.O. Box and um, send us your requests for episodes, and we will endeavour to cover that. Um, speaking of covering, Pat, how did you find it? Tim Burden's Mars Attacks. Mm. Um, I it was basically what I thought it was, without having strong memories of it. Yeah. So um, did, when did you did you watch it at the movies as a as a what ten year old? I don't. <laughs> um, I don't think I saw this until possibly the early two thousands. Um, I remember being on TV. It must have been on Sky One. It's uh, not Sky One. Uh, Sky Movies. Um, maybe when it was only one channel of Sky Movies. Um, and really enjoyed it at the time and thought it was pretty funny. Um. And this time round, no different, really. I actually really enjoyed it. It was just pleasantly ridiculous. Um, I, my memories of it were quite bad. Like, I kept sort of mixing two different things that happened in the movie up into one memory kind of thing. Like, it happened a few times. Like, in my mind, I was like, I remember they're driving around in the car and they've got a speaker over it and it's, going we come in peace so i'd mixed up the <laughs> speakers when aliens arrive and they have the translator that goes we come in peace we come in peace 
um, with them playing the music at the end that's making all their heads explode. Oh, like, like I, I remembered bits of it, but not correctly. And I was like, oh, wait, I remembered that completely wrong. Um, I don't re- I don't remember that lanky guy and his grandma at all. No, no. But it's kind of, you know, it, it um, came, came rolling back as you went through it. Like, I couldn't really remember a lot of the cast. Um, for some reason, I remembered Tom Jones was on it, who's on it for like five minutes. How good is Tom Jones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was so good. But like, pretty star-studded cast. Um, just remember, like the sort of the, the iconic when uh, um, Sarah Jessica Parker and Pierce Brosnan stand up together when uh, the broadcast yeah. comes in from the aliens, which was like I felt like that was always the ad for Sky Movies when it was coming on. That's a really good bit that when the um, when the Martian interrupts the broadcast, uh, yeah. that amazing flirt- flirtatious broadcast that's occurring in front of our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's real funny uh, with Michael J. Fox getting really chafed that his missus is hitting on Piers Brosnan. Um, oh, when I he's barely... just constantly complaining about not getting the story. <laughs> I barely remembered any. Like, when I say that, when I was watching it, it all was coming flooding back to me. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't remember a single actor or actress that was on it. Um until I, I watched it again and remembered a lot of parts. And I could remember that there was, they, their heads burst from some kind of music. And that's all I could remember. Right. Couldn't even remember. Um, I remember a dove, that dove getting shot, I remember randomly. Um, it's a B movie, right? I don't want to say because it must have cost a bit with that lineup. Yeah, so looking at it, it um, all up cost a hundred million to make, um, and whoever the I can't remember who the maybe Warner Brothers, the Warner Brothers, um, wanted to make it for sixty million. It ended up coming in about eighty million, and then there was a twenty million dollar marketing campaign, and it just broke even pretty much the movie. Oh, nice! I wouldn't have thought it would break <laughs> break even at a hundred million, but. Um, I suppose the cast got them through the door. It's got to be a B movie, right? It, it's a mistake. Yeah, satirical bloody. It is. Did you know that it was a Tim Burton film? Nah, <laughs> I didn't until we. I looked it up. I was like, oh, this is Tim, but it makes sense. Like it's it's that quirky, weird stuff. Like I especially like the scene when uh, the aliens getting put into their space suits. Well, oh, I yeah. suppose Earth suits. And it's like that compression, you're yeah. on like a production line getting their suits put on them. Very Tim Burton. I'm just going to put it out there. I fucking hated it, eh? <laughs> I got a feeling you did through the messages. I thought it was absolutely terrible. Uh, and, and obviously it's, you know, I think it's meant to be. It's like that bloody Piranha movie. Um, it's supposed to be like with the over-the-top violence, mm. etc. Um, but yeah, but the story was obviously it was supposed to be all over the place, but it was like that. Then there was, it was like that. There was the Las Vegas storyline, which I was really confused with. Then Danny DeVito turned up. I don't know. I, I didn't enjoy it whatsoever. I didn't really like any characters, which is, um, wow. Yeah. It's like watching a shit succession. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I've, <laughs> I've picked out a few best bits. Um, did you have any be- best bits? First of all, I've got a question for you about the start. What did you think about that cold beginning with the cows on fire? Well, any alien invasion movie has to start somewhere in the sticks, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it happened in basically all of them. <laughs> I thought we were going down a very racist rabbit hole for a second there in that opening scene. Oh, yeah, it went by me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the, flaming, the flaming cows. Uh, some amazing, amazing uh, CGI work. <laughs> oh fuck, that was terrible. from the get go. <laughs> I, I get it was uh, you know it was nineties, but um, speaking of nineties, I the, the couple of things um, maybe you could call it fashion, but a couple of things I loved were uh, the cell phones that were being used. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With the it was it was a flip at the bottom. And still yet to pull the little yeah. uh, and the little aerial. aerial at the top. Yeah, yeah. that's um, good. And you can tell that the characters are like th- these are so upmarket. These are really cool. Um, yeah, we're no longer the brake cell phones. Um, <laughs> and as, as as well as that, I thought the the sunnies that were worn by everyone, Michael J. Fox and Sarah Jessica Parker's sunnies were peak. 90s um you know like kind of thin oval um speed dealers shit they were good yeah don't do it don't have a lot of coverage basically <laughs> the opposite of glasses today it's like those little <laughs> things you wear into the tanning booths yes yes not that i've been on one but um i thought there was one really 90s scene quite at the start, just because of who was there, because I'd forgotten the cast until um, opening credits rolled, and I was like, oh, geez, who's in this? But um, in the Oval Office, you've got um, the Joker, <laughs> 007, <laughs> and Jack Frost. Like In the opening, I was like, this, this is real 90s. You've got Nicholson, Fierce Brosnan, and uh, uh, Martin Short. Who's Jack? Who was Jack Frost? Was he the bald guy? No, Martin Short's uh, Jack Frost in the Santa Claus Three. Yeah, who's who's Martin Short? You don't know who Martin Short is? No. Which which character was Martin Short? Was he Jerry? Um, I can't remember. He's the one that keeps uh, shopping for hookers. Yeah, the the annoying advisor, press secretary. Oh, is he, is he a big... I recognise him, but I don't think he would be in something big. Martin Short... You don't know who Martin Short is? No, I recognise his face. He's I didn't blown, know his name was Martin Short. Blowing my mind. Blowing <laughs> my mind. Um, I, I quite like that, um, that scene. Um, there's also another scene in the Oval Office, which I really liked, is after they've like had that moment in Nevada where they've pretty much blown everyone up, and then... Uh, the president just doesn't know what the fuck to do, and uh, and he they end up getting like this apology from the Martians, yeah. and he goes back yeah, to yeah. the president. He's like, "You bet, it's a great victory for our administration." 
I was like, I oh, did, I, shit. I like that whole shtick of, like, it's basically the exact opposite to what would happen where, like, the humans just keep keep giving them, like, the benefit of the doubt every every point. And the Martians is like, these idiots doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, take this place. What would you give uh, President Dale on a scale of zero to, to ten about his handling of the the invasion? <laughs> yeah, he'd be struggling to get off the mark of zero there. Um, I I did look quite like the war room, uh, but I feel like especially in the they kind of make it look like what I assume the war room is probably like. And modern TV, but back in the nineties, they always looked like game show sets. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, Nicholson's dual roles. It's um, weird. What's up with that? Why is he two characters? Because <laughs> it's a ridiculous movie, and they're just doing but how did they? Shit. Well, he was apparently... perfect in both those roles as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, when he read the script, which boggles my mind that he actually read the script and still decided to do it um that he wanted to play every character oh that might have made it better oh shit you liked it mate <laughs> not, not not me um i'd take i'd take jack nicholson playing every character in a movie that'd be real funny <laughs> I just got written down here. How did they get him to um, to play one role, let alone two? <laughs> Probably made it slightly cheaper. Didn't have to hire another actress. Yeah. What about, what about Portman, though? Is this like her first role? Because she's like a child. It's adorable. Uh, yeah, I thought she was a child in something else, but she was, it was quite big. I like to name Taffy of all names to choose. Taffy Dale. <laughs> Speaking of the Dales, um, Glenn Close, her facials just before the chandelier drops on her on her head is absolute gold. <laughs> yeah, she's quite. She doesn't seem like she has that much patience for uh, old Jack Nicholson <laughs> too often. Uh, Top um, notch acting. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I haven't got many other things. I thought that scene with Jerry and the um the Martian girl was fucking weird. It was it was super weird. Once once uh the Martian started doing that wavy walk thing, that was one of the times like oh, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Because then I was waiting for her to do that when he's looking away and she, he, she speeds up behind him and walks like the normal Martians. Yeah, that was weird and she looked odd and oh, I could remember that spitting of the um, uh, finger into the fish tank just like very distinctly. Yeah, yeah when that happened, that, yeah, that rang, that rang a bell. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I like I like the nutcase general as well. That's just telling them to nuke them the entire time. He's he is right too, but um, he doesn't end up working. But yeah, um, should listen. I like should listen to him. Uh, I liked it when um, he was blowing up about them not listening to him and then calling them peacemongers rather than warmongers. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite good. Uh, there are a couple of bits at the end I thought were really good. Um, 
the with that when he did end up shooting the n- nuclear weapon and uh it gets like eaten up by that little thing and then the martian like sucked it sucked on it like a cone uh, yeah yeah i thought that was like that helium was, yeah that was fantastic um richie's speech at the end a real odd speech uh and he ends it with maybe we could live in teepees because they're a lot they're better in a lot of ways it made no sense <laughs> sold it sold it to um taffy though taffy straight away do you have a girlfriend and the animal scene with Tom Jones singing It's Not Unusual at the end is just a chef's kiss of a final scene. It was good because when he came on and he was uh, in Vegas singing, I was just starting to get into it. And I was like, oh, I just kind of want to listen to Tom Jones for a while now. So I was glad that it came back. <laughs> I thought they'd like, they, I, I had this feeling the Martians like heard the song and loved him and wanted to imprison him and uh, get him to sing It's Not Unusual over and over on their home planet. Yeah, that'd be a good way to go. If they're going to take anything back with them, they should take Tom Jones. But was he, in his speaking scenes, is he holding back his Welsh accent? Is he Welsh? Yeah. This this is like uh, Martin Short. Uh, I I don't know. I've only... No, I thought he's American, so must be. Last time I saw him was like on Graham Norton, and he still got like a proper Welsh accent. And I was, I was like, I, he didn't have too many speaking roles in this, and I kept sort of missing it and not paying attention. And I was like, oh, is he holding it back? I felt like he was, yeah, maybe. Did you know when It's Not Unusual was written or first came out? No. 1965. Ooh, yeah, that's a lot earlier than I thought. I was trying to think of, um, I thought It's Not Unusual came out in the 90s and it was like Tom Jones coming back. But did he, what was the song he did? Was it Sex Bomb that came out like? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, very good. Is, sex uh, bomb, it's sex Not Unusual, bomb. is it a Tom Jones original? I think so. I don't think he didn't write it, um, but... It's his song, I believe. He's the original performer of it. Yeah, I think he's one of those ones who doesn't write his songs. I don't know, um, he even went back that far as like a performer. But all right, we can't really do we can't really do a character draft with two people. Um, so we might just um, we've ranked we've we've picked three characters, our favourite three characters uh, from. Mars attacks, and we're just going to count them down three, two, one. And we might have a bit of crossover, we might not. Um, but but Pat, I hated all the characters pretty much. There's only a couple I really liked. Um, we'll start with your number three. We'll see if we've got some crossover. Well, I'm going to take at three. He's not in it for long, and you see his death coming a mile off. Billy Glenn Norris, played by <laughs> Jack Black. <laughs> just him being a psycho of a like, military kid. And uh, also just a lot of fun seeing such a fresh face on Jack Black. Um, but yeah, when they're just in, the, in his trailer with his family, talking it up about how they're going to kick the Martians' ass, <laughs> it's just, just 
they teed it up so high. Like you could see it coming a mile off. And yeah, sure enough, he dies in the first fight scene. <laughs> I didn't even recognize him until the second scene he was in. Oh, right. Really? Was that, did he have like a mask or something on in the trailer um, or something around his face? He uh, had a blindfold on to start with because he was doing the blindfolded put your gun together. Which, uh, was some yeah. good foreshadowing that that worked really well when he tries to shoot his gun and it just falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was very good. Um, it, it does segue quite nicely into my... Um, I didn't have Jack Black on my three, um, but my, my third favourite was Billy and Richie's dad, or maybe just Billy's dad, I don't know. Um, he, and by proxy, his wife. Um, those two were very funny, I thought. Um, <laughs> blatantly just ripping the, uh, the other son in front of him. We got plum lucky with Billy. Can't expect the same luck twice. I mean, there's a second child yeah, that rung that rung really uh, heavy for me. <laughs> yeah, it um, had a lot of uh, Dewey Cox wrong kid dad type of vibes. <laughs> yeah, they were they were very funny. Um, yeah, the only thing is he kind of uh, he kind of had that similar role of um, that real funny guy off Independence Day, but not quite as good. What, you're telling me this guy's a famous actor as well? No, nah, he isn't. But uh, what's the Ind- Independence Day? I've read something about Independence Day, the directors or the producers of Independence Day, like rushing to get the Independence Day out before Mars Attacks because they were worried how, of how similar the two movies were going to be. All right, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Randy Quaid is who I'm thinking of. Randy Quaid's character on Independence Day, very similar sort of guy, except um, Randy Quaid saves the day, kind of, on Independence Day. And this guy gets thrown around and de- killed in a trailer by a large robotic... Kind of look like the Iron Giant. All right, number two, Pat. Number two, I am going to go with... Art Land. That is Jack Nicholson's sort of secondary character, but he's the uh, the Galaxy Hotel, I think it is, the casino in Vegas. He's the owner of that. Um, he he just has uh, some pretty good scenes and just a good character for Nicholson to play. But I I really liked when he was still trying to um, sell to his investors right up until like. The hotel was getting blown up by the aliens who's standing in front of them. So just another five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely thought Art Land was the better Jack Nicholson character, um, and his odd relationship with um, who was that played by? Um, can't remember what her name is. I'll find that. Um, what was her name? She's. She's been on something really recently. She was on one of the Marvel movies. She's she's on um, American Beauty. Um, Annette Benning, played by Annette Benning. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I remember one scene, and she's just like hating on him, and then he just pulls out some poker, uh, some uh, casino chips, and she loves him again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thought that was Did like you just notice that? Odd... 
Did you notice that Christina Applegate was um, Jack Black's girlfriend? I don't think she has a. I don't think she has a single line. No, she definitely has a sex scene though. Isn't that her in the uh, back of a van or at one point? I missed that, but <laughs> she would have been a pretty big actress at the time. Right? Like how f- this would have been not. Too far after, um, uh, oh, what's Al Bundy's show? Um, married with children. Married with children. It, it, it's an it, it's interesting. A lot of these actors and actresses, I thought, were it was a really weird movie for them to choose to do. Um, do you reckon? Do you reckon it was just a time of like, if Tim Burton's doing a movie, everyone wants to be in it. It was just a little 90s period there where if he was, if his name was on it, they could almost get anyone. Yeah, because what, um, is Beetlejuice like 93? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got another movie that came out in 94, which, and Danny Elfman does the music for um, Beetle, Beetlejuice 88. 88, is it? Yeah, I thought it was in the 90s as well. Um, Ed Wood, I think, and Nightmare Before, uh, Nightmare, Edward Scissorhands. Um, he didn't do Nightmare on Elm Street, eh? No, that's someone else. Um, yeah, I think you might be right. He's big with Edward Scissorhands, probably big with Ed Wood. And then, I don't know, it's still weird, like... um, Danny DeVito's um, role, real odd. Yeah, he doesn't even have a name. It's his name. <laughs> is literally rude gambler. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Yeah, rude gambler, and in brackets, lawyer. <laughs> so he claims to be a lawyer at one point. I'm not sure if he actually is. Uh, yeah, how did they get this cast together? I'm glad they did. <laughs> yeah, my um. My number two is, I didn't know his name, Martin Short, but it's Jerry, the assistant slash, what do you call him, press, press secretary. He's uh, the press secretary. Speech yeah. writer. Um, yeah, Jerry had some good scenes, um, had the weird scene with uh, the fembot Martian. <laughs> the fembot uh, Martian. <laughs> yeah, it's a good no, description. I enjoyed Bumbling Jerry and his relationship with President Dale. Yeah, yeah, he was um, he was an absolute piece there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hey, I reckon we've got number one the same here. We haven't talked about this character once in the whole podcast. Oh, then no. Oh, okay. Who you got? Playing himself, Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just watching this made me realise that I miss Tom Jones. I need to watch some. Some Tom Jones content. I nearly put Tom Jones in the top three, but he was such a bit character. Um, and I've been mugged off in character drafts for taking bit characters. Um, yeah. yeah. So instead I went with played by NFL great Jim Brown. I went with I... Byron. Byron Williams. I don't know if she ever picked up his last name of that character. 
Yeah, the retired boxer. And I was sure it was George Foreman, um, especially when he got out his his boxing hands. Um, That was was quite a funny scene when he's boxing all those aliens and just kind (laughs) of... I just liked it when he was jabbing them. <laughs> the alien was yeah. way too small to get close to him. He was just taking them on the helmet. <laughs> but uh, I like it. I always like the well, like Martian squared up to him as well. <laughs> like, he's like, okay, let's go. And then just kept copping his jab on the helmet. <laughs> and his, uh, just his triumphant um, return at the end um, when we all thought he had just been massacred by those Martians. Yeah, that was good. A couple um, of good boxers named uh, for that era as, as well when he's talking to his manager trying to get a raise. And he's like, I can mm. replace you with Leon Spinks or Buster Douglas next week. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I had a soft spot for him. Um, yeah, that's fair. Well, there you go. We've got, um, we've got six. We had six different characters. Um, I've got a bit of... <laughs> Tracy Trivia. Um, and it is aptly named Tracy Trivia. Who's the character that plays Tracy, Dick Tracy? Um, is, is his name Warren Beatty? Yeah, Warren Beatty. So Warren Beatty. Beatty, Beatty or Beatty? I always thought it was Beatty. But we had this conversation last time. No one listened to that one. Um, <laughs> and then we did Tracy Trivia as a result, and he was like, what the heck's going on? Uh, Warren Beatty <laughs> was originally cast for President Dale. Mm. And then Jack Nicholson, um, I, I don't know, it doesn't say whether he turned down the role or they moved on to Jack Nicholson. Maybe Jack Nicholson said, I'll play every role, and they thought, we've got to have him. I wonder, wonder if he would have played those dual roles, though, because I could see Warren Beatty Beatty as President Dale. But not so much art land. Yeah, I, I um I definitely agree, and I think they probably they probably had someone for art land different, and then Jack Mills said, "I'll do that." Yeah, didn't even look like Jack Mills. He had a prosthetic nose. It took, I it took me a little bit. I watched it with Alice, and I was like, "Is that Jack Nicholson again?" She goes, "No." It's like. After a while, I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> but, um, yeah. uh, did you know that Mars Attacks was based on a set of Tops trading cards from 1962? Tops trading cards? Tops trading cards. There were 55 set cards, a set of cards See? in 1962 brought out about a, um, a Martians from Mars attacking Earth. Um, the card sparked parental and community outrage over their graphic violence and implied sexuality. <laughs> I don't know Tops did that sort of stuff. Like Tops did sports cards as well. This is Tops T O double P S. Yeah, Tops. That's that's amazing, Tracy Trevor, right there. Yeah, they also had to um, change a lot of the images because of the outrage that the they sparked and make to make them less violent um oh these actually ring a bell 
yeah they go look on google familiar. these go and google these that uh, you three listeners um, they're worth about um 500 400 bucks or something these days if you've still got one from your pack of bubble gum that you got for five cents um sounds like a bargain i got two left the fembot martian was mm-hmm. played by lisa marie smith who was tim burton's girlfriend at the time oh and that, that they were together for about eight years not married and she tried to sue him when he broke up with her to go with uh, Helena Bonham Carter. And he, he won the case because he had already given her $5.5 million in the split. It's not a bad payday. He's a girlfriend, like not even married. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, but she looked after the dog. The dog was also his. But... <laughs> Get <laughs> it before they get it as well. But anyway, uh, now that all sounds fair. Sorry, my last and best bit of Tracy trivia. One of the brothers or sons of Byron, the older brother, I believe, was played by none other than Kim, Kim Kardashian's Ray J. My God. Who's now forty two? I knew, I knew I'd I knew I'd seen him somewhere. Oh wait, wait, uh, cut that <laughs> off. <laughs> Looks so familiar. <laughs> it would have made him about thirteen, fourteen at the time of filming. Um, of filming this, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute gold. Oh. I was really, really surprised when I heard that. Um, anything else, Pat, that we need to cover? Have you got any, any questions or um, have you got any Tracy trivia? Um, I don't have any Tracy trivia, but there was a question I had. Oh, the, the, I know you didn't enjoy a lot of this film, but the only part that really let me down is um, when they shoot the Golden Retriever. <laughs> a lot of the kill scenes were obviously they're supposed to be like that um but I, I feel like they could have played with it a little bit more yeah i think they're just trying to make it ridiculous rather than gross yeah not necessarily gross just like a lot of it was just zapping them and then they just disintegrate like i feel like they could have been a little bit more exaggerated or something a little bit different each time um, like, yeah. I, like with the Michael J. Fox's one, where it was just like his, you know, his hand. Yeah, and there was the the really aggressive general guy that they shrunk down and then stood on. Yeah, yeah, that was see more of that. I more of those. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. Maybe we should remake it. But um, the other thing is, I quite liked. Uh, <laughs> well, not liked, but um, I just laughed at the end because uh president dale dies and his wife dies and for some reason their daughter played by natalie portman was it taffy dale yeah takes over the duties for the president i'm pretty sure that's not how that works it should have been jerry (laughs) so that the line of succession this is in this universe i guess the states has a monarchy 
How does it work? Well, I've, I've watched the House of Cards. I can't even remember what's the um, what's the person who's supposed to step in. You mean you mean designated survivor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that recast or um, reboot, yes. Who are you going to recast in any of these roles? You got anyone for us? Nah, I I don't actually. I um, I I reckon Sarah Jessica Parker can um continue to play that. Natalie character. I thought she was really good. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Um, I thought, um, the only thing was one, one of my favourites, Artland. Um, that kind of role reminded me of Tom Cruise and uh, playing Liz Grossman in uh, Tropical mm. Get him back. Just bring back more Liz Grossman. I think I've cast Liz Grossman in uh, about eight <laughs> movies. That was, <laughs> I just want that character to come back. <laughs> Um, Will Ferrell would be a good uh, present Dale to. Yeah, someone like a, a comedy actor like that um, I thought would be quite good. Or I can't remember his name, but he's the cop opposite um, Seth Rogen in Superbad. Um, um, yes. I think he would be, he, he could play quite a good comic uh, president. Or if you're looking for um, someone really relaxed who doesn't know what to do, you could um, get Jeff Bridges. Um, to 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 channel the dude and and um and play the president, but I thought Pierce Brosnan's character, uh, Professor Kessler, um, I reckon you get just get Neil deGrasse, whatever his name is, deGrasse, Neil Tyson. deGrasse Tyson, yeah, yeah, yeah get, that'd be get, good. Get him in there, I reckon, playing that. Bill Hader is the guy you're after. Although I don't know how, what the sexual chemistry would be like between Sarah Jessica Parker and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson has that um, that voice. Mm. He could lure in. He could lure in. He'd go well. Um, the other one is I thought um, Michael J. Fox's character, uh, um, which I'm struggling to find his name, Jason Stone. I think just as a uh, really manipulative partner, I thought Jonah Hill might be suited to that role. Mm. Um, <laughs> I thought Tom Cruise, actually. I thought he, he, Tom Cruise would be great in that spot. Yeah, anyone with got a lot of practice with manipulation. Um, be <laughs> spot on. <laughs> I've no, got a hypothetical. I've got a question for you, Pat. This happens in 2023. Not the movie coming out. Martians from Mars invade. What's different? What happens? Well, we went on that map in the background of the war room, so hopefully they won't find us because the states couldn't find us either. I always have this thing in my head about any of these like uh, disaster movies. Um, they always end up like having to run, and they're in like work shoes and stuff as soon as a disaster happens i'm going to put on my running shoes just in case i need to get out of the car and run mm. would we be like would we be getting psas from the president or or our prime minister or yeah are we trying yeah. to make peace with these martians it's like covid you know the prime minister comes on and tries oh, to yep. keep the peace you know and there's a um, sign language interpreter next to the uh, Prime Minister as well. Oh, yeah. Will, will they keep doing that little circle finger thing that the aliens kept doing? 
<laughs> I thought the Martians were really good. I thought the Martians, even though I would have, I actually, I think I would have liked um, subtitles, but maybe that would have taken away from that. It was quite good. Um, the acting of the Martians, especially when they're on their spaceship, yeah. taking the yeah. piss out of the humans and stuff like that, I thought was quite good. They were some of the better scenes actually on the spaceship. I liked it when they were watching um, Dukes of Hazard and. Uh... <laughs> And Godzilla. I'm oh, really enjoying Godzilla yeah. <laughs> going through the city and messing it up. Oh, this is good stuff. All sitting down in, uh, in underpants. <laughs> yeah, their little red undies were pretty funny. Uh, they look like Speedos. Yeah, well, uh, it's on Netflix. Mars Attacks. I say watch it. Oh, look, for nostalgia purposes, it was really good. Um, as a movie, I fucking struggled through it. Uh, it's, but it's not very long. It's a bit of a laugh. There's some big names in it. Um, Pat, you love every movie that you watch, so um, it's fair. Yeah, I'm a low bar for enjoying anything, so um, I laughed all the way through and enjoyed myself and just thought, <laughs> Stay tuned. We're, uh, we're looking at uh, some uh, Romeo and Juliet uh, and maybe some Mortal Kombat 2, uh, and potentially another uh, look into some Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, but thanks for listening. Okay,